from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. It's always an honor and a privilege to be hanging out with you on the airwaves of Wake Up Call every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are here on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage where the MixLR feed is embedded. You can also listen directly from anywhere in the world for free by going to MixLR, which stands for Mix Live Radio, mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. At this part of the show, I'm very happy to have on for the first time ever Tim Marshall, assistant coach of the Syracuse Stallions. The Syracuse Stallions, as you know, have been covered here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora since well before the season began, all the way through, and where we currently stand right now. And I had the blessing and the privilege of meeting Tim Marshall within the past couple weeks, and the team has obviously had tremendous success with him and Coach Dordis at the helm of this thing. So without further ado, I welcome him on to Wake Up Call for the first time. Tim, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks, Dan, for having me on today. Absolutely. And and Tim, I want to kind of start at square one. What brought you to this team? What what made this fit with the Syracuse Stallions happen for you? Well, you know, I've uh, I've coached at every level from high school, college, modified, AEU. And um, the one thing that hadn't uh, happened is uh, to have an opportunity to coach uh, uh, some, you know, quality players uh, in a professional line. So um, I'm very close, uh, good friends with uh, Coach Dirtis and, um, you know, we talked about it and also Mike uh, threw it out there. I know Mike, uh, the owner also, and uh, it just seemed to be a great fit because it was uh, a new challenge that I hadn't uh, experienced before. And what can you say about Mike Sugamosto, the president of the team, just, you know, what he said to you about joining this staff and, and just what your thoughts are on working with Mike? Well, I think uh, the first off is, you know, it was uh, something new. It had been tried before in the Syracuse area and um, might not have had as much success as they had wanted. And, you know, Mike took it over and um, was very convincing. Um, I've known him through uh, the basketball arena um, from that. And uh, he just does a fantastic job not only promoting it, but also getting uh, uh, some great players involved that we can, uh, you know, have the ability to coach. And, you know, at this level, um, it's really tweaking their game versus really coaching because they're, they're very accomplished players as as they stand. So, you know, we've got some great uh, role players that uh, really embrace that and, and do the things that they need to, and they show up ready to compete every week. And when you look at this team, this Syracuse Stallions team, speaking with assistant coach live on Wake Up Call, Tim Marshall this morning, Tim, what what about this team and this environment and this culture is is different to you? What made you kind of get a sense that this team was going to make it and – it was going to be a reality where other things have tried and not come through. Um, I just think the, the, the overall community support um, has really generated some great enthusiasm. Um, the players that, that are on the team, um, you know, they come ready to practice. Um, they're willing to learn. Um, you know, we've got some great guys that come off the bench as role that have worked their way into, you know, a starting role due to injuries and things. And it's just a great atmosphere. There's no finger pointing. And, and, and the biggest one that I really enjoy is 
regardless if you're up 10 or down 15, um, there's no quit. And there's always that uh, willingness to do whatever extra you have to, to, to win. And they're so competitive, not only against the opponents, but with each other. So it's a, uh, it's a great group of uh, young men to, to be around and um, uh, try to win and continue to be successful and get better each week. And, you know, we, we kind of got a saying, you know, good, better, best um, is what we try to strive for. And when you look at what the team has done up to this point, I mean, you started off the season 20 and 0. I mean, that's unheard of for an inaugural season for an expansion team. No matter what sport it is, where where you're seeing it, whether they're on the field or on the court or whatever it may be, you never see an expansion team start off 20 and 0. Just what you can say about that run that you had to start off the season right out of the gate. Well, you know, it, it, I'd like to say that it's all due to Coach Gordis and myself, but, you know, I'd be lying. Um, these guys, uh, you know, they, they got a, a sense of pride, you know, and um, they just drive to be the best and, and to be part of this team. You know, we were 20 and all and, you know, then we then we took a blemish and, you know, at this time of the season, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing for us because I think it refocused us a bit. Um, and it got that hunger back because these guys are very hunger, uh, driven with, with wanting to win and compete and, you know, being undefeated was, wasn't really the goal. The goal was to, to get to St. Louis. And I think we've put ourselves in a, a great position, um, to be at the top, you know, you always have that target on your back. Um, and I think this relieves some of that stress, you know, because now we can get back to the, the business at hand and that's continue to win and, and move forward to get to St. Louis and, you know, try to get that chip at the end of the, at the end of the season. Speaking here with Syracuse Stallions assistant coach Tim Marshall. Uh, Tim, you, you had said something that Mike Sugamosto, the president of the team, had said to me as well as Lloyd Parkman after his triple-double against Elmira this past weekend. All of you have echoed the sentiments the goal was never to go undefeated. The goal is to win a championship. So just what you can say about that, I mean, it was nice to start out 20-0, and but you've all stated the fact of, yeah, you know, it would have been nice to not lose a game, but that's secondary to what we're trying to do, and what we're trying to do is win a championship. Yeah, you know, and, and, and to that point about Lloyd, I mean, <clears throat> here's, a, here's a young man that uh, I'll say was a role player for us and then forced into – you know, a, a starting role the last couple of games due to injuries. And it's a different mentality that you have to go in with this, you know, as I spoke to him prior to the game on Sunday is, you know, you, you come in, you know, off the bench, you're that spitfire, you're that, that energy button that we need to get the guys going to get, uh, you know, make some plays. I mean, he does a lot of the things for the team that, you know, don't show up in the, in, in the uh, stats such as drawing foul, you know, drawing the offensive charge, you know, boxing out, you know, guys that are five, six, seven inches bigger than him and battling on the boards, getting the loose balls and, you know, things that, you know, as a coach you see and appreciate. But, you know, as a fan, you go right to the stat line and say, what would he do? Well, he obviously stuffed the stats this week, you know, in the game on Sunday, which we were all so proud of him for. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great transition and, you know, we have a saying that, uh, you know, next man up if somebody's not doing it. And, you know, we've got 13 guys on the roster that just all come ready to play, whether it be two minutes or, you know, 48 minutes, whatever we need out of them that night. And when you see somebody like Lloyd Parkman be able to do that, like you said, you know, he was a role player that, that just pushed his way to get to where he was and, and pushed his way to, to get his minutes on this team this season for the Stallions. 
to have a triple-double, and it's his first ever in his career of any level of any basketball he's ever played. He said, you know, the team was kind of railing around him, and they kind of knew with a few minutes to go that, you know, they wanted to get this for him. Just what you can say about that experience and being able to celebrate that with the young man, Lloyd Parkman. Well, you know, and it, and it and it's great. There's there's very you would think you'd have a lot of egos on the team, and um, I really haven't seen any at all throughout the whole process. Um, you know, they're all pulling for each other. They're all moving in the same direction. Which you know, when you've got so many accomplished athletes, you know, on one team, um, what we look for is you know, when, when Coach and I go into the to the games, I, I can't say we don't get overly concerned because we know somebody's going to step up, and um, you know, Lloyd's one of those guys who just comes day in day out brings his hard hat his lunchbox and just gets to work uh you know for the team he's an emotional leader on the team uh, brings us out of the huddles he's always so positive i can't honestly say you know i've heard anything negative out of him and you know for him to accomplish that the other night was just you know fantastic for him his family you know his pride for Rome, New York, where he, where he hails from. It's just it's just an awesome feeling, you know, and, and it just kind of shows the pride that each and every one of these players have, um, regardless of their you know their their athleticism or their um, the abilities. So it's just uh, everybody pulls together. It's 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 great to be around the the whole personality of the team. Now, Mike Sugamosto, the president of the team, has written in a question for you, Tim, here live on the radio. He said, he said, <laughs> he said, asked him about my pacing and blood pressure during games. Well, if you, if you know Mike and, you know, I, I've got pretty good peripheral vision. So I try to scan the audience and, and he sits at a, about a 45 degree angle from the, from the court, you know, where he keeps the stats and stuff because he doesn't want to be over biased. But there was a point where I turned and looked and, I, you know, his face was getting red and, you know, I thought, you know, we might have to do CPR or something because, you know, he, he is a nervous sort at times. And, you know, I just, I, we just kind of joke about that, but no, he's a great support mechanism, not only for the, for the players, but for the staff. And, you know, we, we all pull together and do what we need to, regardless of what, you know, our title says on a piece of paper. I mean, you know, uh, it's just a great organization to be part of affiliated with and, um, you know, I, I truly believe we're going to have some great success, not only this year, but, you know, going forward, because, you know, once you're successful, everybody wants to be around it, you know, and, you know, it's just, uh, he does a great job and he's got a great group of folks that, uh, they're involved with him. Um, you know, uh, coach Dordis and I have the easy job. We, we go and, you know, we coach for 48 minutes. Um, there's a lot of things that go in the back end that, you know, you've got to do from setup to getting players there on time, you know, cause they all go through the routine of stretching and getting ready. So, you know, he's, uh, he, he does a fantastic job and hopefully we can get him to calm down, but we were going to get a blood cuff, um, so we could watch his blood pressure go up and down during the game and kind of post it on our phone so we could get a little laugh out of him. So. Well, what I think you should do is, you know how they have the applause meter at some of the stadiums, I think we should have a blood pressure meter for Mike Sugamoso that everybody gets to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. That that would be fantastic because, you know, uh, you know, there's things that Pete and I can do during the game to bring that blood pressure up a little bit more, So, um, which we wouldn't be averse to doing. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, the, 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 the applause meter you want to go up, but the Sugamosto meter you want to go down. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah we, don't want, we don't want anything happening to him. So. Yeah. 
What can you say about about working with Mike and, and working with uh, with Coach Dortis as well? And just what you know, and obviously, you know, Josh Winans and, and everybody that's around, you know, kind of the front office and the coaching staff. What's what's life been like with that? Uh, I, I would say it's been open and honest, um, sometimes brutally honest, um, which in a lot of businesses today, especially, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in sales. So, you know, you have to always watch what you say sometimes. But with, with our group, we we constantly are we're honest with each other and what our thoughts are. And we each have a say, you know, and our say isn't just ignored. It's considered. And, you know, we all, you know, we all take a, a, a part in making the decisions, you know, as basketball is a quick game, you've got to make some decisions quickly or you kind of let it ride to see what happens. And, um, you know, I think we've got a good mix of, of, of calmness, on the bench too we've got a cool hand you know leading the ship with uh with pete and then also mike's got that cool hand from a management perspective um you know and you know i've got the privilege to to sit back and make recommendations and what i see so you know we've we've all been around the game long enough where you know pete is one or two days older than me but not by much so we've got a lot of rich history of of basketball knowledge so it it really helps us get through some of those tough moments um, and you know, the, the thing with these guys is we don't panic as a staff and they in turn don't panic during a game. You know, we, we did take that one blemish, but you know, I think that really, uh, is going to help us and refocus us to, you know, continue to drive to get that chip at the end of the year. And, you know, to, to be in that position to, you know, to obviously to go down to Binghamton, lose 150 to 115, uh, what would you attribute that to? I mean, I know the team has said, you know, sometimes they might lag a little bit, and Mike and I have spoken about maybe they don't keep their foot on the gas, you know, 100% of the time. Did, was, was it one of those moments to you? Was it just the fact that the team maybe wasn't keeping their, you know, foot on the throttle, or, or what was it in your opinion? Um, I think it was a combination. So, you know, that was the fourth time we played them. Um, they made some great adjustments. Can't take anything away from them. Um, you know, a little disappointed you mentioned the final score, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you off on that one. <laughs> you know, I, I still have it burned in my forehead. Um, but, you know, it just, I, I think there was a combination. They came out, played on fire, give them all the credit, you know, to the players and their staff. They, they really got after us. Um, we... We didn't do some of the things we normally do, um, and you know, I think sometimes you need a good, you know, slap in the face to to get you back to center and, and do the things that are most important. And you know, after the game, you know, I, I won't share the sentiment other than you know, everybody was all right. This isn't us. This is not what we do. We need to we need to go back to being the Syracuse Stallions and in doing what we do, and that's winning and getting after it and being competitive you know it was you know you just chalk it up to as one of those games so you you bounce back from that you go up against Elmira you defeat him by 50 plus just what you saw out of the team in the locker room after the loss to Binghamton just how they reacted to it and and just how they went forward after that game um well well, the one thing is uh you know we, we try to tell them you know, and they've heard this this over and over probably through their whole basketball life, is don't get too high on a win, don't get too low on a loss, try to stay in the middle of the road and, and, and keep moving forward. You know, I think I think they're all accomplished enough and been around the game long enough as players that, you know, one loss 
doesn't define you, but what defines you is how you react the next day when you come out to play. And, you know, I think they, I think they echoed uh, their sentiments pretty loud by, by going out, you know, and, and putting up some good points, you know, getting after it defensively, not, uh, not wallowing their sorrow because they lost poor me, poor me. You know, I think they'd said, you know, BS, let's go. Let's, let's, let's go back to what we do well. And, you know, winning's what we do well. And, you know, they were all behind each other. Nobody pointing fingers at the loss. Just, you know, we, we win as a team, we lose as a team. And, you know, we, uh, um, fortunately haven't lost that much. So it was, a it was a different experience for us, but it was one that, uh, I think as a team brought us back closer to each other. And, you know, as we told them, let's get Betty, let's get better, uh, next week for practice and you know let's get two more w's next weekend but we'll take them one at a time speaking here with tim marshall assistant coach of the syracuse stallions tim to to be like you said i mean the team has told me throughout the season that you know obviously the culture has has been good because the team's been winning and so it's it's easy to feel good about each other when you're winning how does the culture feel now that it's, I mean, you've won 21 of 22 games. There's nothing to slouch about by any stretch of the imagination, but did the culture change at all? Did it wake some guys up? Did it dip down and then rise back up? What can you say about the culture after the loss? Um, I don't know if the culture changed no, other than it was a blip on the screen. You know, um, you know, you, you look at other great teams that potentially have gone undefeated and things of that nature and in, in, in different levels um, and, and I don't know as if it's one of the things we've got some great players. Um, they've got great attitudes. Um, you know, I don't think one loss would, would, they would allow to define them. Um, but again, I think it would, they would allow it to make them stronger. I mean, I, I think the camaraderie, the, uh, you know, we have a group text going back and forth that, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't see any fingers pointing. It was like, okay, let's get better tomorrow. Let's let's get back on track, you know. And you know, one of the things I said before the game against Elmira, let's start a new streak. You know, let's let's start that new streak of you know continuing to win and go forward, and you know, right in through to St. Louis. So you know, I think we've positioned ourselves to be in a very uh, positive position to you know get to the get to the St. Louis, and you know, you know, at that point, you've got all great teams and see where the chips fall and. You know, hopefully you're successful and everybody comes ready to play and, you know, everybody's healthy. You know, you can't uh, can't determine that pre, but uh, I think we're uh, we're in a great position and, you know, we got some great ownership and, you know, I can speak for our head coach, a great head coach. And, you know, fortunately, I bring some additional value to it and uh, I think we're doing some great things. So as you move forward here, you know, kind of looking at where to go from here. I mean, the team has brought on some guys, you know, Dane Miller has come onto the team at, 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 for, a, for a short time and Kevin Douglas is there now and and David Hay has joined. Just what you could say about, you know, some of these moves that have been made and, and how the team has kind of, you know, figured out their place because I know George Graham went from a third string guy to a second string guy to a starter. I know Wonton's gone down, Mickey Davis, obviously with a with a foot injury, so you know Lloyd Parkman has stepped up, and George Graham has stepped up, and B Coates and Chris Gilks and and Daywan Coleman has has done what he's done, and Jamel Stanley we know could take over a game, and and obviously Ryan Caldwell has done a lot recently, and Ryan McCarthy's there for you. What can you say about you know the the makeup of this team and Nick Perioli, who I told he wears my number, and I told him if you ever need me to suit up, he's going to have to give it up, but. 
what what has what has uh, you know this team kind of you know how it's comprised itself over the season so far? What's it been like to coach that and to bring on some of these guys and and obviously navigate through some injury? Um, it, you know, it's it, it, it's 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 been relatively easy, and, and I don't mean only because we've been winning, but because every guy you grab to put in the game, you know, uh, we set the expectation for him, what we expect out of him. Um, I'll use Ryan well as a, as an example, you know, a, a, a kid who has steadily come on as the season's grown, um, put him into opportunities, you know, some difficult ones and some easier ones, um, to where he can be successful. And, you know, I think of a late, you know, before he goes in, I kind of give him a number of how many points I think he should have and how many rebounds. And, you know, I challenge him, you know, as we challenge all the players, regardless of whether they're a starter or a role player, um, you know, because I, I feel we've got, you know, 13 starters on the team, um, which is a nice thing to have where most teams can go seven, eight, maybe. I, I truly believe we can go the entire team. Um, so it gives you some, you know, it gives you a sense of ease confidence that hey if i call your number this is what my expectation is you know um you know cameron dobbs comes in and and knocks down you know deep threes you know and his quick gets to the glass it's almost like a a microwave instant offense you know and um you know jamal i mean i don't know what else you can say about the guy he he just comes in 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 can take over game as you said you know they're all conscientious where they they want to win they want to compete. Uh, they want to compete, you know, for each other. Um, you know, nobody wants to come off the floor, but when they do, they're they're all they're all congratulating each other, regardless if they they did their job or didn't. Um, and someone's filling in for them. But you know, it's it's nice to have a different guy every night because you know, if you're you're the opponent, who, who do you who do you prep for? Who do you who do you get ready to stop when you've got so many weapons? offensively and defensively we can get up and down the floor quite well so that coming from Jim Marshall here assistant coach of the Syracuse Stallions 21 and 1 with two games to go Rock City at home and then on the road to finish off this weekend and then head into the postseason Tim we do something on Tuesday's show called the ingredients to success proudly presented by Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. A Utica Pizza Company is on 628 South Main Street, North Syracuse, New York. It is the home of the wake-up call pizza, Chicken Riggy. Before I go any farther than that, have you ever had Chicken Riggies, Tim, and have you ever had Chicken Riggy pizza? I have I've had Chicken Riggies and love it. The hotter, the better, you know, because I like to get a nice sweat on my forehead. Um, but I've never had it on pizza. So you need to go over to... Utica Pizza Company and get yourself the uh, it's the wake up call number one pick it's the chicken riggy pizza it's that it's that kick that you want on a pizza so you're gonna have to try it out gonna have awesome. to make it, gonna have to make Definitely it happen will. so you, Utica Pizza Company and it's a Utica thing do the ingredients to success every single Tuesday I'd love for you to be a part of this by giving your ingredients to success as the stallions continue on so what are the ingredients to success here besides you know obviously winning but for the rest of the season here and into the postseason your ingredients to success that you'd like the guys to know i i think to to continue our successes is one we've got to compete at a high level of course two we've got to continue to keep our confidence level um also high um, which I don't see a problem with at all. Um, the the biggest thing I see, though, is we need to make sure that our, our role players are mentally and physically ready 
uh, to fill the spot, you know, to, to whenever they're called on, because, you know, think about it. You, you might not get called on for the first 12, 14, 16 minutes, and now you're expected to go in and perform, which is, is a very difficult task in itself um, because now you're not warm. You've cooled down a little bit. So, you know, I, I think for us to be and continue our successes, we need those, those role players to, one, increase their role, um, give us even more minutes and better, you know, results. Um, and I think, you know, to continue to have the family mentality – um, that we've currently had uh, throughout the season at this point, you know, and, and, and continue to drive forward for our goal and put all our personal um, goals aside. Because, you know, as a team, if we meet those, I believe our personal goals will be met also. That coming from Tim Marshall as the team steps forward, buy your tickets to the Syracuse Stallions final regular season home game by going to SyracuseStallions.com. Just what you want to say to the community in closing here, Tim, and, and just what the community's meant to you in this first season with the Stallions. Yeah, I just appreciate all their support. Um, you know, the patronage and also uh, showing up, celebrating our success, you know, um, and, you know, making it important, uh, you know, for these young men that, you know, are out there, you know, still living the dream, still getting after it, um, you know, and I'm just, you know, very fortunate to, to be part of that and, uh, you know, appreciate uh, all they do. That coming from Tim Marshall. Tim, I know it's your first time on the show, but would love to have you back and definitely appreciate you taking some time today. Sure, not a problem. Anytime, just uh, let me know, and uh, I appreciate you putting me on today. Absolutely. Well, God bless moving forward, and I'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. Take see care. You that coming from Tim Marshall one more time. So, and and I appreciate it very much. So, thank you to Tim for being a part of the broadcast and and joining me here this morning. I had the opportunity to. Uh, I mean, I was at a bunch of games, but had not formally met Tim. And I just kind of went over to him and shook his hand and congratulated him. We talked for a little bit. It was actually actually after I shot one of the uh, specials that that we're doing with the Syracuse Stallions, and I just kind of came out and it was before the game and. I shook his hand and introduced myself. We were talking and whatnot, and then I got to see him this past weekend after the game. So, you know, nothing but respect for, you know, Coach Dordis and Coach Marshall and obviously this team and Mike Sugimosto and Josh Winans and, you know, everybody. Like I said, the, the, the Q-City dancers, the concessions, everybody that's involved with this and everyone that's put blood, sweat, and tears and money and time and everything into this to make the Syracuse Stallions a reality. Buy your tickets to the final regular season home game of this inaugural season on SyracuseStallions.com. Playing Rock City. Rochester is no slouch. And the Stallions get everybody's best game, folks. I mean, this is a team that people are gunning for. They're 21-1, and and they're heading toward the postseason. They want to do it at 23-1. and And guess what? Doing it with your help is the best way to do it. So make sure you buy your tickets now to support the Syracuse Stallions on SyracuseStallions.com. Wake Up Call with Dan Satori is a proud supporter of the Syracuse Stallions, and you can find them on WakeUpCallDT.com. You will find their logo. You can click on there, and that will take you straight to SyracuseStallions.com. You can also find other pieces on WakeUpCallDT.com by clicking on any of the archive tabs, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, the RSS feed, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, any of those that you click on. 
you, it will take you to our archive of Wake Up Call shows. You'll see the Syracuse Stallions logo, and you can listen in to the Stallions there. We've had Ryan Caldwell and Jamel Stanley and, and Daywan Coleman on the show and Lloyd Parkman and Cam Dobbs and, and now Tim Marshall and so on and so forth. Coach Dordis will be coming up this week. So And Mike Sugamosto, of course. We've George Graham. So many different players have been on the broadcast, and I'm excited David Hay has also been on our broadcast as well, and, and Chris Gilk. So I'm very excited about sharing all of these with you. You can check them out on the archive on wakeupcalldt.com. Have yourselves a great day in the meantime. Find Wake Up Call on Facebook. Our goal was to get to 1,500 likes. Then all of a sudden we passed that, and quickly we're, we're going towards 1,600. I asked you at the beginning of the week, let's pass 1,600. We did it last night. So ask and you shall receive. God is great, and so are you. Thank you for your support. 1,600 plus likes now on there. We're about to hit 2,200 on Twitter. And we have over 600 on Instagram, which we just started very recently. So thank you to all your support. And it's not the quantity, it's the quality. So it's not just that we have the 1600 or the 2000 or the 600, whatever. It's the fact that you interact with us, that you come out to the shows, that you see me at live events, that you play trivia and and you go to Chick-fil-A and see us with CNS and you go to the Wildcat and see us with West Jenny and you go to Home Team Pub and see the Alan Griffin Hour and you see the Liverpool Athletics and that you come out to the Press Room Pub and see Coach Q and our pregame show that we do for football with Rob Drummond and that you come to you know our trivia events every Tuesday at 7 o'clock, including today. So thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for watching, listening, reading, all that you're doing I appreciate it so very much. And uh, with that being said, Facebook's at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter's at Call DT, Instagram's at Wake Up Call underscore DT, YouTube.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. And the articles are all on wakeupcalldt.com on the articles page. So you have all that you need. And I thank you so much. I want to thank my guest once again, Tim Marshall, assistant coach of the Syracuse Stallions. I want to put out a special thank you to. Chick-fil-A Cicero, Jimmer Sikowski, and the entire team over there. Everything went off without a hitch, as always. And I want to thank uh, CNS. I want to thank Tim Bednarski, the athletics director. I want to thank CNS for what they did for these kids for the signing day special. And I want to thank every single one of these young men and women, Emily Dembowski, for joining the show, as well as Maria Marullo, Morgan Seichin, Jeremiah Willis, Bryant Perdomo, and Nathan Poyer for joining me at Chick-fil-A and being here this morning on the broadcast into CNS Athletics and the North Stars. God bless and God speed for each and every single one of you. On tomorrow's broadcast, it is jam-packed awesome, folks. We're going to have a lot of different things coming up for you, and I'm ecstatic for you to be listening in. Enrico Mastriani is going to be joining me. They just found out that they're going to be in the e- the ECAC tournament so there's more life for Marywood men's basketball, and he'll be joining me at 9.15 a.m. tomorrow morning to speak on that from my alma mater of Marywood University. So he will be joining the show, and we will also have a bunch of other special things going on in tomorrow's broadcast. So very excited about this. So you just got to follow me to tomorrow's show. We're also going to have Coach Dordis of the Syracuse Stallions. So make sure you keep it locked right here every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, as well as wakeupcalldt.com. I appreciate it. I thank you, and God bless to each and every single one of you. Have a great day, and remember, your glass is always half full. And if it's not, fill it up and make it that way. I'll talk to you soon.